Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Tuesday, July 12th. Stocks are getting hit in all major markets this morning. So the U.S. equity futures, the Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P are all down about 50 to 60 basis points. So that's 22 S&P points, 180 Dow points, and 60 NASDAQ points. In Europe, the major indices are trading off about 25 to 55 basis points. They are a little bit off their lows from earlier in the morning. Underperformance in a lot of the cyclical groups, so banks, basic resources, autos, etc. Tech also is getting hit in Europe. And then some modest outperformance in uh, media, retail, healthcare, telecom, energy, utilities. Asia was uh, a sea of red pretty much across the board. Japan ended down over 1.5%. The Hang Seng fell 1.3%. Um, so stocks are for sale, like I said, across the board this morning globally. Um, there's really no major news to talk about. Uh, no macro developments out since the US closed yesterday. It's just a lot of the same conversations that we've been having now for several weeks. So slowing growth, elevated inflation, uh, tightening monetary policy, resurgence of COVID in China, resurgence of COVID in the U.S. and, and in Europe as well. Um, you know, the ongoing war in Ukraine, which Russia, um, you know, has had military tailwinds now for a couple of weeks. So making progress and uh, moving along and um, conquering the Donbass region, um, ongoing energy supply risks, including uh, into Europe with Russian gas. Um, you know, so again, a lot of the same conversations just all, um, you know, all being cited again this morning for the reason why stocks are down, but no real incremental news. U.S. dollar continues to surge. Um, you know, this is as much a symptom as a cause of a lot of the, um, you know, financial strains that we're seeing in the market. The dollar strength is going to be, you know, an, a huge headwind for corporate earnings going forward, much even larger than before. Um, you know, the U.S., the dollar and the euro are nearly at parity, so that probably could happen today. Um, you know, the market or the financial media rather loves whole numbers. So when that happens, you're going to see a lot of headlines and discussion around FX, but you know, it doesn't really matter if it's a tiny bit above parity or at parity, but the, the bottom line is the dollar, um, you know, has been on an enormous rally and that continues, um, you know, that in theory should make life easier in the U S for, for battling inflation. The stronger dollar is disinflationary, but, um, it is inflationary in, uh, in Europe, in the UK, et cetera. Um, bonds are rallying today, so yields are down, both in the U.S. and throughout Europe. Commodity prices are down. Um, you know, a lot of the increase that you saw in yields and tightening expectations after the jobs report on Friday has completely reversed. Um, you know, so again, this is encouraging over time for stocks in that you are seeing um, more evidence of disinflation showing up in financial markets, but clearly there is a lot of growth anxiety as well. Um you know, sell side analysts are going to be negative. They have no incentive really to be positive right now. So as earnings get previewed, estimates get cut, price targets get cut, ratings get cut. You're kind of seeing that again this morning, a couple of uh, relatively high profile downgrades today. Um, and that will continue over the coming weeks, including as earnings get, um, you know, recapped by, by notes as well. This is going to be uh, an earnings season that brings kind of a wave of estimate cuts, um, you know, throughout the S&P 500. So for the broader market, um, you know, again, I think the next few weeks are going to be very choppy. Uh, I don't think you're going to hit new lows in the S&P, but you're going to see a ton of volatility, cautious tone. Um, and there's really kind of no incentive to, I think, be involved. I don't think you're going to see a lot of net progress when all is said and done, but it's just going to be a very choppy, miserable type of environment. 
Um, I am confident that you are seeing that you're going to see disinflationary forces gather strength that will become more apparent in the formal economic statistics. And then those economic statistics will kind of force the Fed's hand, um, force them to shift policy and rhetoric in a more benign direction, but not until August, September, October. So again, July, I think it's going to be a very kind of um, just unpleasant month. Um for today, specifically on the calendar, there's really not much. Pepsi earnings will be out this morning. That's it. Nothing else after the close. No, no major economic numbers. Um, you know, tomorrow, obviously, you get to CPI and then Thursday earnings kickoff. Um, I do think for the CPI, you know, the expectation is, is looking for a very, very hot number. So that that's helpful in the very near term, um, given that people already expect kind of a, a very um, a shockingly high headline number. The White House yesterday warned that it's going to be very elevated. Um, you know, whispers are at 9% plus for the headline. The core number will show a bit more progress, um, fading a couple of, um, uh, fading off of, uh, off of not only May, but down further from the high in March as well. But the headline will be very hot. Um, and then I think bank earnings will look decent as well. Um, on Thursday and Friday. So in the very, very near term, you could be looking at upside risk. But again, I think in general, I think July is just going to be a very unpleasant, volatile month um, with things looking better um, as we move into August and then September. So that is everything for today, Tuesday, July 12th. Thank you for listening.